Hey family, welcome to the Sila podcast. My name is Juan Camilo, and this is where we just pause for a moment in God's presence and never leave the same. Thanks again for taking your time to listen. I hope you enjoy. Hey family, welcome back to the Sila podcast. Listen, I've been away for a really long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, a lot has happened since the last time I was here. Um, basically, we had a baby. Yeah, we had a baby. Beautiful baby Jade Camille Bulgarin. Uh, she's about to turn four months this week. And I'm here recording this podcast for you guys. I'm so excited. We also moved into a new house, a new place. For those of you that watch on YouTube, you could see the new studio, the new man cave, as you can call it, many people call it. And uh, we're just, I'm just super excited, guys. And I have new equipment, new things for you guys, a lot of content, a lot of things that God has placed in my heart. And listen, just like the intro said, this is a moment where we just pause in God's presence and begin to listen to what he has to say to us. So without further ado, today, I want to talk to you guys about loneliness. And many of you know that during the pandemic and during all this past 10, 11, 12 months, um, a lot of people have felt lonely. You know, a lot of people have felt uh, isolated, secluded. And uh, there's three things, uh, as I meditated about the subject of loneliness, there are three truths about loneliness that I, that I came to me. Uh, number one, we are all going to face it one day, no matter who you are, no matter how rich you are, one day you will face loneliness. Number two, pioneers who made history have always dealt with loneliness, no matter who they were or what they did. And even throughout scripture, you'll see that a lot of these men and women of God had to endure loneliness. And the last truth is you can be alone and not feel lonely, just like you can feel lonely, even if you are surrounded by people. And uh, a, a perfect example that I want to share is from the book of First Kings, chapter 19, verse one through five, um, regarding Elijah. And I want to read this to you so you, you can listen. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also, how he had ex executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life, and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And came and sat down under a broom tree, and he prayed that he might die, and said, It is enough now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And listen to this, guys. This is so powerful. And this is touching the subject of anxiety, depression. Many times we are faced with the reality of anxiety and depression. And many times when that comes, that, that dark day or that dark season comes in our life, we have to be ready in the presence of the Lord with the shield of faith, with the 
with the spiritual armor that God has given us to be able to sustain in the evil day. What's one of the characteristics or one of the things that happens when we fall into depression? We run away. We run away from God's will. We run away from where we have to be, what we have to do. And the funny thing is that God had used Elijah to literally execute hundreds, I think, not if not thousands of men or dozens of men. And now here is a woman threatening him and he runs away and falls into depression. And one of the other things that we could also agree on depression is that for some reason, when people feel this way, they become sleepy, tired, discouraged. They lose the desire to live. And many times when that happens, we think that, oh, well, you know, God, I'm in this circumstance and I have the right to feel the way that I'm feeling. But as a matter of fact, we forget the promises that God has given us. We forget what God has spoken to us. We forget God's will for our lives. And we allow that spirit of depression and the spirit of discouragement to come. But listen, if you've gone through this lately, I just want to maybe I'm here. And after all these months, I came back just to give you this word and tell you, listen, you're not alone. God is with you. He is right by your side. Even if you're alone, even if you don't talk to your family every day or you don't have a lot of friends that are close to you, I want to tell you that God is with you and that if he's with you, there is no reason that we should allow depression or anxiety to come into our hearts. There's a phrase in scripture that we read a lot and it's do not fear. And I love it because that scripture is literally written 366 times in scripture. And I take that word literally every day of the year. Do not fear. In some translations, it says fear not. And I love how God perfectly put this phrase in scripture, letting us and making us understand, like, listen, for every single day of the year, you don't have to be afraid. And even if you are afraid, I'm here with you. And take that step of faith, believe in my promises and believe that I will fulfill my word. And that's why it's so important to align ourselves to the will of God. A lot of the things that happen in our life is not even um, what, what happened in our life. A lot of the things that happen in our life is basically how we react to it. Life, I heard a phrase one time that says life is 10% of what happens to you, but 90% of how we react to it. And there's no better place to be in the presence of God and learn how to react in these circumstances. Nobody's perfect. We're all going to mess up. We're all going to fail. And sometimes we're just going to react the wrong way. But hey, it doesn't matter how many times you fail. What matters is how many times you get back up. So today, I just want to encourage you guys. Our reactions come from our attitude. And there's a cycle there's an, an emotional cycle that I've noticed that creates a reality. And I wrote these down. If you're taking notes or if you're listening, I want you to pay close attention. Our reactions come from our attitude. What is an attitude? An attitude is the projection of your spirit. What is in your spirit, you will always project with your attitude. So our reactions come from our attitude. And our attitude is a projection of our spirit. Our spirit is composed of all the things that happen and that we continually meditate and abide in, in our heart and our mind. Number two, our attitudes come from the heart. And number three, and what is in our heart is a product of our mindset. 
our thoughts. So this emotional cycle always is rooted in the thoughts that we allow in our mind and rooted in the things that we allow in our hearts. So if we learn to be careful and guard our hearts, guard our minds with the things that we allow in them, we'll be able to have a better reaction when these things happen. Listen, loneliness is going to happen to everyone, no matter how many people you have in your family, no matter how happy of a person you are, how rich, how poor, how successful, it's always going to happen. But it's so important for us to understand, listen, that God is with you. He'll never let you go. Um, A mature person is not driven. And I want to talk about maturity because it's so important that now, and I'm speaking mainly to young adults, listen, now that you're in an age where you're in adulthood, you're, you're independent, it's very important that you become mature, that you mature in certain areas in your life and you stop comparing yourself with other people. Or you stop believing in things like horoscopes or all these things that, you know, and the reason why I talk about this is because a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm such and such sign or such and such this. And, and that's why I am the way I am. And people have to accept me the way I am. Listen, you are who Christ made you to be. You're nobody else. And many times we adopt these paradigms and wrong concepts of ourselves that are not really who we are. What we're really doing is that. We're allowing our immaturity to grow and we are doing immature things and we end up identifying ourselves and we think that's who we are, but it's really not. We just got to grow out of those things. And one of the important things I wanted to mention is a mature person is not driven by circumstances. We will be affected. Our feelings are going to be affected, but we will not be driven by circumstances. Many times we justify our attitude by circumstances. We feel that we have the right to have those attitudes because of what we're going through. But the truth is that an immature reaction is rooted in fear and rejection. We have to nail that to the cross and nail those rights that we think we have. When we surrender to the Holy Spirit is when we are in the perfect will of God. It's when we're going to feel the most peace and it's when we're going to live with the character of Christ. Practice the right perspective towards loneliness. And with this, I want to finish. Listen carefully. Practice the right perspective towards loneliness. Everybody goes through loneliness. But the difference between you and I can be our perspective towards loneliness. So, number one, don't believe everything your emotions tell you. Before making decisions, we have to sit down and ask ourselves why we feel this way. Where did this feeling come from? What caused me to feel this way? Is it accumulation of many things that I've been going through or is it because of a specific circumstance? Ask yourself these things. Reexamine yourself and question the way you feel. Don't just accept it. Number two, put on the glasses of Christ. And by glasses, yeah, I mean literally put the glasses on of christ look at your situation with god's filter just like when you like for example when we use filters on instagram or snapchat everything looks different many times the only thing we need is to just close our eyes and ask god to give us his filter in order to see the things the way he sees them and let me tell you something the best filter it's called the presence of god and the word of god if there's something that i can tell you something that you can take home 
today is that right there. Number three, the last one, do not allow a thought in your mind that is not in the mind of Jesus. If God doesn't think that of you, then you aren't allowed to entertain those thoughts in your mind. Practice this and reject all the thoughts that were against what Jesus already thinks of you. Jesus shed his blood so that through his spirit, whom he comforts us, can help us in our weaknesses. He could protect our minds. Everything that Jesus suffered on the cross was never without purpose. Everything he suffered had a spiritual and prophetic significance. The crown of thorns that they placed on Jesus was not only to crown us with life, but the same crown that pierced his head now protects our thought life. Meditate on this. Pause on this. Why did Jesus die for you? There was a replacement. We were supposed to die. And one of the reasons he died, and this, this powerful revelation changed my mindset and just revolutionized my thought life, renewed my mind, transformed me from the inside out, is that Jesus died not only for my sins, not only to give me identity or take me to heaven, like most people think. He literally died so that we would protect our mind and he would renew it and redeem it. He paid the highest price so that you and I could live freely, completely free in our thought life. Think about that. And with that, guys, I just want to share a few scriptures as we ending. I just want to share just a few Bible verses to leave you guys just meditating there where you are in your car, in your house, your headphones, wherever you are. I want to read these verses to you. And then I'll let you go. Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, The Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Just take that in and receive it. Lord, we receive it. Matthew 28, 20 says, Jesus will always be with you until the end of the world. Romans 8, 38, 39. I am sure that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities nor powers, neither the present nor the future, neither the height nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Second Timothy 4.16 says, In my first defense, no one was by my side, but everyone forsaken me, not be taken into account. But the Lord stood by me and gave me strength. Thank you, God, because you give us strength. Hebrews 13, 5 says, the Lord promises that I will not forsake you, neither will I leave you. John 14, 18 says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Psalm 27, 10 says, even if my father and mother abandon me, you, Lord, will take care of me. And Psalm 142, 4 and 5 says, I look to the right and no one comes to my aid. There's no one to defend me. There's no one who cares about me. To you I cry out, Lord, and I say to you, you are my refuge. You are all that I have in this life. A good friend of mine said that life, he, he, he said something one time that touched me. He said, life, nothing in life, everything, I'm sorry, everything in life is an illusion. And the only real thing in life is being in God's presence. The only reality in this life is being in God's presence. Everything else is an illusion. 
And if we're not in his presence, if we're not in his word, this life, all the vain things, all the the things that we stress out about throughout the day are going to distract us from where we came from, who we are, and who is actually here with us. It's God. He is here. He's there with you. We don't need to ask him to come. He's here. We just need to awaken our conscience and awaken our perception and our awareness of his presence in our life. Guys, thank you for listening today. Thank you for being here with me. Once again, this is the Sila podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys for being here. Till next time.